The thirst is real. Bienvenue dans un autre épisode de Thirst, un podcast de Télé-Réalité TV. Aujourd'hui, nous allons de Canada's Drag Race. C'est le top 4. And today, I'm joined by my partner in crime, former Mr. World TV host and the president of the Rita Vega fan club. It's Frankie. And we're also joined by fellow beauty queen, Stephanie Del Benjay. Did I say that right? Bajay. Yeah. Uh, from Puerto Rico, and she was Miss World in 2016, traveling the world promoting charitable causes, both as Miss World and the first Beauty with a Purpose ambassador, which she did such a good job at. She held the title for an extra two years with the Miss World organization. During her reign, she raised over $40 million for those in need and is now focused on her career as an actress, model, and hostess. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. We are at the top four, but before we dive into that, we just have to talk about what's been happening online on social media. If you haven't heard, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman has quit Twitter. He also follows RuPaul, who also quit Twitter and deactivated his Instagram. I don't know if these two are correlated, but basically it's been like death threats, bullying, all these crazy things. And it's just kind of nuts because as much as you know, Canada's Drag Race is the first season. It was uh, his first gig as like a host. I feel really bad that he isn't able to celebrate this. Um, so just stop the hate, stop being a bully online. It just really ruins. There's somebody behind the screen, you know? Yeah, and I'm, I'm shocked because I was just, I'm so proud of him for kind of breaking the Canadian TV mold and being bold and being interesting. And, you know, again, I've said this before, but like Simon Cowell on television was a hundred times worse and he survived, so I just don't get why people are being so shady, and I, I feel really bad for, for him. I do too, especially like in, in the pageant industry, Frankie, you know this, we all do get a lot of hate, so we know from firsthand experience how difficult it can be, and so the fact that he took the step to completely deactivate his Twitter means that this is like really, really serious, and you know, we just have to, you know, keep bringing good things to the world, nothing keeping yeah. Yeah, we're sending um, our love. We're sending our love to Jeffrey or Chapman. Right, 100%. Um, so let's kick things off with the mini challenge. Frankie, do you want to break it down for us? Yes, so this was a really good one. It, it involved singing, which I'm always a fan <laughs> of, but it was a screen test with Sabrina Galiz. Um, and pretty much they're auditioning to be like this comedic uh, o Canada singer and the challenge was basically to get thrown different things while they were singing so sing it faster sing it slower sing it angry sing it like your ex-husband is watching and those kinds of things so um yeah it was a good one it made me laugh definitely a few times yeah it was fun what did you I guys just I mean I is that hard to do singing like it's more of an improv challenge right in a way I mean yeah it, they were singing but improv slash singing yes I think like part of the whole comedic thing was the fact that they like can't sing. Right. <laughs> like when you look at it from a singer's perspective, you're obviously just going to laugh because it was really bad. Yeah. But the they could incorporate like all the, all the different things that they were given. Like that just shows like who is really good at what. And I have to say like, I really didn't like Bobo because it was like the same character that she's been giving every single time. And it was like kind of obnoxious, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Right, and it was like foreshadowing of like, everybody went into this episode thinking that Scarlet Bobo was obviously gonna be eliminated. And that moment I was like, okay, I mean, we're on track for that. <laughs> uh, um, let's dive in. So this is the ball episode. So just 
this usually happened at top four and then in the American one, they started doing it earlier. So I'm actually happy they did it at the top four because with less queens, it allows us for more runway, if that makes sense. Uh, so the categories were executive CEO holiday party, um, a prey ski walk of shame, and then ice queen eleganza. So before we dive into the looks, we're gonna play uh, pinch, pinched, parched and quenched. Um, but we kind of got some really cool storytelling when they were setting up, like the fact that Scarlett couldn't sew, Priyanka's mm. just hot gluing. Like, what were your thoughts in that part? Uh, who did you think was gonna take it and who did you think was gonna be the eliminated queen? Well, Jimbo helped help Scarlett. I also wanna throw that out there. That was a really nice little moment mm -hmm. because again, Jimbo was just playing this cocky vibe this episode that we saw like two or three episodes ago, which I just don't love. Like, it's not a cute look for me. I like it when they're a little bit more modest. Like that's, I think why I'm so in love with Rita Bega because she's always like so modest, but still confident. So, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought we were being set up for Priyanka or, or Bovo to go home based on just the lack of ability. Yeah, I thought I was really worried for Priyanka just because the um, the guest judge is Ms. Ms. Michelle Visage. And if you're a fan of Drag Race, you know everything that she hates. And a corset <laughs> with things attached to it is something that she despises. So I was really, really worried for her, especially because she's one of the drag queens that I like love. So mm. yeah, and I was up. go ahead. So, you know, there were just also some like really cool and nice moments, like learning about Rita's dad being like a construction worker CEO, but then like loving Rita, that was so sweet. And then learning all about like ball culture. Like I did not know these words that are used in Drag Race as a new Drag Race fan. I didn't know that these words came from something with history and with, with meaning. So that was like a really nice little, um, it was a nice little clip that they did to kind of give us the, the context. Yeah, I think that's what's been beautiful about Canada's Drag Race too, is like they find the line of like the entertainment, the shade, the fashion, but they're also giving us like these educational moments, the like Canadian tuxedo, this, Rainbow Railroad. It's like the perfect balance yes. of reality TV. Um, so then we had like a weird meltdown. So they find out Michelle Visage is the judge and them freaking out was so cute. I was like, I was just so giddy for them. And then Jimbo's makeup, I feel like that's when it all went downhill and she got in her head was when she wasn't happy with her makeup. It's almost like you could see the confidence just dial all the way down. Yeah, it was, yeah, so it, was it was weird. Yeah, especially Jimbo has been such a great queen like all season. Like she always brings you something different. She always brings you something like extra out there, super funny. And then to, to see just that like switch, like you said, just turn off was really heartbreaking, honestly. I know, it was so sad, especially with what's to come. But um, okay, let's just break down for the office CEO, party looks in apreski, uh, just parch or drench. Parch means you hated it. Drench means you were loving it. Quenched. Quenched, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm still jet lagged, confused. Um, yeah, so let's just do that and then we'll deep dive the queen looks. Um, so first up we had Jimbo in this gold, big, bold shoulders, and then she revealed the mistletoe on her regime and this red bra. What are you guys thinking? I was quenched with that one. I thought it was like, I thought it was like the perfect uh, description of, of what the, of what the theme was, which was like CEO. So obviously like you have that moment where you're like this really professional, but like still glam. And then she takes everything off and she's like in this beautiful lingerie for Christmas. So like, she's mm. like, like she's ready to go so I, I I love that one 
I've never said this with Jimbo, but for me, this look was just too over the top. And I've, I love over the top. So I was parched. It was just, it was the beginning of like, oh, what's happening? I, I, it just, I felt really like afraid at this moment. Yeah, it was just the hair for me. I loved everything else. I just, but I guess if, now that you said it, like CEO, like she probably just got tussled in the janitor's closet. Um, but I just wanted it to be nice and like sharp. But yeah, this left me quenched as well. Um, up next, we have uh, Frankie's best friend, Rita Baga. She's wearing this uh, blue dress with uh, pink glasses. I mean, I was parched, but what are your thoughts? I, I mean, yeah, like this was like, <laughs> we were in opposite land uh, during this runway because people I loved were doing bad. People I hated were doing amazing. Mm -hmm. This was probably the worst look of the season. I, I, and I love you, Rita, so much, but this made no sense. There was no holiday. There was no drag. There was no glam. There was no winter. She was a librarian. Yes. This was a librarian outfit. I, I did not understand. So I'm yeah, very gonna, sadly parched. I was going to say like that same thing. I'm super parched and I didn't get any CEO. Like CEO are these powerful, important people. And I was just seeing like, like not even the receptionist, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like not even the receptionist of the office. She's like the girl who gets coffee or something. Right. The mail lady that's bringing us the mail. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. Um, up next, we have a super fun look from our girl Priyanka. She took the holiday to the next level. She's in full holiday getup, the lights around the neck. I mean, this was a quench for me. What are your thoughts? Quenched, 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 quenched. So nice, Priyanka. Super quenched for me, because this is like literally something I'd wear for Christmas. So right. <laughs> Yeah. I could the delivery <laughs> was A plus. Mm -hmm. And then L, which this just shook me to my core when she hit the corner, Scarlet Bobo in this black and white pants suit. It was like a gay gas moment. I was like, what is happening? She's bringing it. It looked so good. It was a quench for me. Yeah, and I never comment on the queen's makeup and hair because it's not my expertise, but oh my God, her hair and makeup. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. she just looked like a whole different person. And I was like, oh my God, like you are here to win. And at this point of the runway, I'm like, oh, by far she's ahead. Like this yeah. was just so quenched for me. And mm -hmm. again, I was shocked because we know I'm not, I'm not the president of her fan club. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I was also super quenched with this look, just head to toe was, was awesome. I didn't get the I, get, I didn't get the, like the icy holiday vibe, but I like didn't care for it because she just looked so good. So I was like, oh, yeah, my God, it doesn't right. matter. Okay. <laughs> she, she was the atheist going to the holiday party. You know what I mean? She wasn't festive. <laughs> um, uh, up next, we had the apres-ski, um, what was it? Walk of shame. So essentially yeah. it was like they just went to an apres-ski party and then got tussled and then they came out. Next, we had Jimbo in this blue fur. Um, uh, it was a parch for me. The hair and makeup were just a little tough. Yeah, I'm like forgetting what she even wore. And that's just not a good sign because I love Jimbo. So I, I part, I don't even have a note written down. I just have a number like part. <laughs> yeah, it was parched for me too. Like I liked the nuance, like she did like a few things that was like kind of cool. Like she had one sock that was down and the other one was up and she had like, like the pizza. So it's like the, the story was there, but mm. the outfit was just no. Right. Speaking of another no, but committed to the performance was Rita Baga in her <laughs> mullet. 
Listen, I commend a risk. I commend a risk. It just didn't pay off. I wish I could have seen your face, Frankie, when she walked out. <laughs> it was a part for me, but walk me through oh it. Well, Michelle Visage put it best. Like, okay, I was interested in what it was, but how was this drag race? This was like some weird acting improv. Like they called the character a lesbian. I wasn't sure if it was a man <laughs> or a woman. Like, I don't know what it was. It was so horrible. I, I don't know. I don't it, know. It was really bad. That's it. Like, again, this is another one. The character was spot on. Character was really funny, but not for the runway of Drag Race. The ball. Yeah. The ball of all places. Ball, exactly. right. It's not even just the runway. It's the ball. Exactly. 100% couldn't agree. Um, and then again, another gay gas for me was when Scarlet Bobo hit the corner again. Listen, it was a bodysuit, but they said the details were so clean and precise and sh she just looked great and she was serving it. So it was a quench for me. Yeah, me too. I just wrote cute little snow bunny. Just mm -hmm. super yep. sweet and cute. And uh, yeah, I, again, I was, I was speechless, but good job, Scarlet. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I know you guys aren't the biggest fans of Bobo, and honestly, I wasn't either, but, like, she she really showcased, like, that she's here to stay in yep. ways. So. 100%. Um, and then another one, this one, this was another one that was kind of committed to the performance bit, but did a little bit better, was Priyanka with her um, maple leaf jacket. Right? Oh yes, it was a jacket, right? And yeah. then her hair was tussled. I mean, it was. I mean, if you rank them, right? You have Scarlett being so amazing, and then Rita Vega's tough look. She did what she needed to do for this category. Yeah, yeah I agree. Very cute, like very. Um, yeah, Michelle was like, oh, she would have worn it. It was. It was very cute, but then there was character work in there. There was good runway walking. There was good acting. So yeah, like Priyanka, you know, she wasn't a hit it out of the park for this one, but she was doing what she had to do. Mm -hmm. yep. I actually really liked this one because it was like it, it was like again really fitting with the theme and really with the story like it looks like she was just like finished with a guy and grabbed his blanket putting her on her waist and kept walking you know like that's yeah yeah, that's yeah. Get from it. and I and I and I like it a lot because of that yeah I that's a good way of looking at it um and then we have our final this is like the massive category ice queen this is where they had to design their own looks um and serve it so up first we had jimbo and you know it was what i liked about it was it was very jimbo you know what i mean like when you when she turned the corner you knew it was jimbo um i get their problems with it with that she couldn't walk with it and stuff and the makeup but it was just very jimbo and compared to the other two this left me quenched yeah i didn't think it was as bad yeah, sorry, go, go. sorry that i cut you off i didn't no, think go, it was go. as bad as the as the judges like made it out to be I actually thought mm -hmm. it was like, just like you said, like very Jimbo, very on character. Um, and I see Ice Queen when I when mm -hmm. I look at her, so I liked it. This is where I'm gonna start saying like there was a little bit of producer hands in the pot because Priyanka was not gonna go home on this episode. I've said that from day one, that she is final three pretty much no matter what. And and she she deserves to be in the final three. I'm not saying she doesn't. She deserves to be there. But this is where I thought Jimbo did enough to secure a top two spot in this episode. But then that would have left us with a Priyanka, um, Rita 
sing off. And I don't think that producers wanted that. So I think that they were a little extra harsh on her. However, it was not like Jimbo was so clearly number one that it was undeniable. So Jimbo had to be perfect. And this Ice Queen look was, was I was quenched, but I was not as quenched as her other looks. And it's like, oh, yeah. this was your final moment. And I'm sad, I'm sad. Yeah, and I think like to your point about like when they're judging is that this is Jimbo's challenge. She's a costume designer. She does this for a living. So that's how come it's almost like Scarlet Bobo, someone that doesn't sew, you know what I mean? It's like, wow, you did this. Where it's Jimbo, it's like, you did this as like a, yeah. you know, it was tough. Um, but then we had um, Rita Vega come out next. So she used foam to create this like chest breastplate thing. Um, and was wearing like an icicle crown. I mean, I loved it. The walk was of course very tough on the runway. Like if she could just stomp down like a fierce ice queen, I think that that would have saved her. Um, but yeah, it left me quenched just looking at it. I love it. I loved it. I thought it was like very avant-garde, very mm -hmm. you know, literal ice queen. Like she has the ice dripping down her eyes. I thought it was super cool. Um, and the walk, like I get it, like she couldn't walk in it, but there's ways to make like a slow walk work. And that's just like yeah. giving her hips and giving yeah. more like, <laughs> so like if, if she had done that, I don't, I don't, actually don't think she, they would have even put her in the bottom. Um, so yeah. Yeah, for me, it was too little too late. So this look had me quenched, but I just thought she could not overcome the librarian and the man, woman, lesbian look. So unfortunately like, uh, yeah, sorry, quenched, but it was too little too late for me for Rita Vega. Very unfortunately, because I love her. And then up next, you had Priyanka. So like when I saw the wig and the makeup, I was like, ooh, I'm so excited. And then, I mean, we know Michelle Visage is a judge. We knew that she just blew stuff on the corset. And then I almost feel like the paper made it worse. Like I think that had she not had the paper, there could have been something, I don't know, it... Listen, I love my girl Priyanka, but this was just a part for me because it was, it, you could tell that she was struggling, if that makes sense, putting it together. Mm -hmm. The paper was just the biggest mistake for me. Yeah, I was quenched yeah. here up. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> super quenched, super fabulous. I'm obsessed, I'm in love, love the ice. And then the rest of it was just like, oh no, 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 no. Uh. <laughs> yeah, sadly, sadly a parched for me as well. Um, nice vibe, like there was something, something getting there, but it just didn't, it didn't complete. So again, I thought this might be enough to put her in the bottom and Jimbo just slightly above, but I, I was really like, they were neck and neck for me at this point. Yeah. And then final, I mean, three for three, I could not be any more. I mean, I was saying that Scarlet Bobo, you know, it's something to be said about never being in the bottom and then making it to the final four and hitting a home run. When she hit the corner, I was like, wow, she really did this. And it's hard to do on reality TV. When you go into an episode and everybody thinks you're the one that's going to be eliminated and then you literally serve them round after round. I was just so happy for her. Obviously, this was a quench, but walk me through your thoughts. Um, I love this look. I love the makeup. I love the hair. I love like the 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 impact that it had every time she turned the corner because of the because of the coat and all that stuff. I loved all the elements of the fur and the ice. I was um, definitely uh, quenched with this one. Yeah, and, and I, I preferred newspaper suit and snow bunny for me. So of her three looks, probably slightly my least favorite, but still a quench. 
at this point in the show, you know that she's taking the top spot. It was just, it was not close. And it just, I was just, a lot of emotions were stirring in me because I knew that meant that, you know, a favorite was going to be going home. And I mean, Anil called all of this, which is like, I'm annoyed by. Anil called like Scarlett making the finals. Anil called like a massive upset in this episode. And like, I was like, no, 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 it's not going to be that way. And it's reality TV though. Like if you want to keep it interesting, that's what they got to do, you know? Yeah, I just felt like for the first season, the Canadian Drag Race producers were going to make sure it was going to be like unlike any other season of Drag Race. And we've never seen a queen do this where you've never won, you've never been in the bottom, you've been consistently safer in the top, and then you made it to the end. Um, and then let's talk about the lip sync, but then we can break down kind of all three winners and how they got there. I'm um, not winners, but finalists. Yeah. So the lip sync ends up being Rita Began Jimbo. <sighs> Crazy. Um, what I what was interesting is that there could have been this whole like edit of like their rivalry a little bit because it has been kind of back and forth like Jimbo could have won when Rita won Rita could have won when Jimbo won so it was kind of like this big I don't know peak climax moment and I was just shocked I thought Jimbo had more in her but I really think it was the makeup when she like flipped that switch she she didn't she, I thought she was gonna eat Rita Vega alive. Yeah, I was really excited to see like Jimbo do mm -hmm. the lip sync because, you know, like Frankie said before, you know, she's a little bit cocky. And so, you know, she says that she's so amazing at everything. So I was really, really looking forward to that, um, to that moment. And then all of a sudden I was really, you know, like I expected yeah. a lot more from her. And I think that's also something that was playing in her mind once the make once once the makeup switch went on was like yep. people expect me to be this incredible uh new person because nobody knew anything about her until she got on drag race and um and then but then just really <laughs> brought like a hundred percent not even a hundred like two hundred percent like she killed yep. that lip sync so so for me like i i, I wore this today because i just wanted to like do like a rest in peace for rita and <laughs> Rita and Jimbo. Um, so this was just like a really, my heart just sunk at this point of the episode. Like I didn't want to watch. I wasn't rooting for anyone. Like I just like closed my eyes and just like <laughs> laid on my couch. But with that said, with that said, I will go on record and say Jimbo lost Drag Race Canada because of that stupid fucking crown that she had on her head. Huh. Because the judges hated it in the walk. And you guys, the whole lip sync, it was this. The whole lip sync, it was this. Right. Na, 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 na. And the whole time <laughs> she's just holding onto this crown and she's never, and the judges said in your walk, all you're doing is this. And then in the lip sync, all she's doing is this, holding onto her crown. So of course, like she's not slaying it because she's only worried about it. rip it off, like anything to just, to just like release yourself. It was a, she did so, horribly and and it was just it was so sad so i really think that this crown just she will forever think about this crown for the rest of her life yeah. she just had to rip it off like rita literally brought a pair of scissors on stage yeah, that, was, that, was like, that was a moment that was a moment yeah that was really funny um so she I, just I was gonna say, I wonder if it's because she like hawk glued or made sure that crown was in her wig like so oh securely that had she taken it off, it would have like, taken her wig off. So then like, and that's a big no-no in lip sync. I'm like, you've seen that happen before on American uh, on American Drag Race where they literally just take off everything that they can. They just keep stripping and taking it all off and <laughs> they literally have nothing on except their tights. Yeah, so, I, I, was, I wanted a strip moment here. I, I was ready yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah, they all, they felt very like tight 
You know what I mean? I would have ripped everything off. But we have our top three. It's actually crazy. I don't think anyone could have really predicted this top three uh, at the beginning of the season. So it's exciting. So we have Rita Vega with three wins and two bottom placements. We have Priyanka with two wins and two bottom placements. We have Scarlett Bobo with one win and no bottom placements. So if you look at it, technically, if you look at it this way, where a bottom placement cancels out a win, you know what I mean? Priyanka's at zero, and then Scarlett and Rita both have one. So it's yeah. like crazy to think about, but break me, break down for me what you're thinking and who you think should win. I mean, mine's obvious, so I'll go first. Um, <laughs> this, was, this was not Rita Vega's week. Um, I think that her style and fashion could still be improved, but her character work, her acting, her improv, her confessionals, her as a person, like I am so praying for Rita Vega to win. And with Jimbo out of the competition, it's a no brainer for me. I will only be happy with one winner and that is Rita Vega. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think, okay, give me a second. All right. <laughs> I think, okay, so Rita has definitely been, you know, like really on point the whole time. And I'd love to see her win. But also I kind of want some of the other girls who maybe haven't been doing it as long or aren't like these iconic figures because she says um, that like, in the drag world in Canada, they call her like legendary. Like she's already yeah. established for so long that like if she won, it would be awesome because it would give her like that final step to being like the actual legend of Canada, of Canada's yeah. drag. But then I would also kind of like to see the other girls be given like more of that opportunity. Like Priyanka someone who's stolen my heart because I think just thinks she's so funny. And like, even if she dresses horribly, like she still does something that like catches your eye. And, 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 and like makes you laugh or, or makes you react in any sort of way. So I'd love to see, I'd love to see um, Priyanka win. But then if Bobo wins, like I'd be, I'd be surprised. I'd be like, I'd be happy in the sense of like, oh, she was the underdog. So I'm like, oh, you know, like you have to root for the underdog sometimes, but she also like annoyed me a lot in the show. So I don't <laughs> know if I'd be happy to see her win. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like her win in a weird way was making it to the finals, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's crazy that there's two Toronto girls. Like, I really think in the producer's mind, it was supposed to be Jimbo BC, Rita Vega Montreal, Priyanka Toronto to really represent Canada. So yeah. I'm curious to see if that's going to be, you know, is it going to be the Canadian rivaling the Toronto? I'm curious to see how they're going to go about it. But... So they always ask fans to like retweet who you think should win. And it kind of usually is a guide. So right now Priyanka has 3,500 retweets. Rita Vega has 572. And then Scarlett Boba has 1,100. So that, that breakdown has me a little confused. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But the, sorry, sorry. Important producer question. The winner's already been decided, right? It's not like... So I've been messaging some people that I know from the producer camp and I haven't gotten a solid answer, but usually in the American one, they film all three winning and mm -hmm. then we all find out the night of. Yeah. Oh my God. Even them. Yeah, so they- the Three winning or they do a tie, like they film all the different scenarios. Yup. 
Oh wait, is there no is there no from three to two on the finale of Drag Race? They don't do that no. unless there's a twist, but usually it stays top three. There's been some usually weird all star seasons where they go from four to two or something, but I think for this it will just be the three. So three to one. Yep. Oh my god! So they may have pre-recorded three winning responses. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. How do you guys feel about that actually in the pageant world? Because you know, the winning moment is the moment, right? So they all got the moment, but they didn't. There's no you know way. I mean? Steph, could you imagine? That would, that would not be able to work. Like for example, like, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but Frankie was there. Like my reaction when I won, it was like so genuine and so 100% because I genuinely didn't think I was going to win. So to imagine like having it pre-recorded and then be like sitting with my family and watching the show and see if I win or not, like I don't, I don't think I can do that. There's no way like, okay girl, so three of you might win. So we're going to do this three <laughs> different times. And then like the third girl's up and she's like, okay, I'm ready. Like there's just no way. That moment in Miss World is so iconic. It's like the famous moment, you know, yeah. Stephanie, Vanessa, Priyanka, Shwarya, that moment is like so iconic. So it's very interesting that Drag Race would, but it also makes sense. I mean, in the world of, of social media and leaks and this and that, mm -hmm. I, I like that, you know, no one can know. And but I just, it must be so hard to edit and, and to think that it could still not be determined. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah there's like rumors that RuPaul, the day of the finale will, will make the call like that day and be like, you know, I want this girl to win. Because wow. they look at the social numbers. But at the social numbers, I am shocked that even just Montreal or Quebec as a province isn't riding hard for Rita. I I'm mean, surprised Rita doesn't have more, yeah. Yeah, from 3,500 Priyanka in the top to 500, that means Priyanka is a 3,000 lead, if you're just looking at social numbers, but that's yeah. still insane. Well, even Instagram, Rita has 92, Priyanka has like 150, Jimbo has 200K. So that's very interesting. Like Jimbo has the most followers, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, I hope that doesn't come into play. I really hope it doesn't. Right. Um, Just talent. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that, you know, I, I would love in a time of a POC to win. So that's great. I mean, Scarlett, her win is in the third. So it's for me, it's a race between Rita and Priyanka. I think that it, there's two stories to be sold. A POC, a young drag queen that really put in the work and gave us entertainment, or there's somebody that has been putting the work in the drag scene in Canada for over 12 years. This is kind of like, you know, the career mark. Mm -hmm. So I can argue both ways. <sighs> well, any next week. <laughs> right. Any final thoughts on this top four as we go into our finale? Oh, I have one. Again, new to Drag Race. First time seeing the pictures with the, your younger self. I, fu I full on cried. Like, I, oh, me too. like I, I was just crying in my couch. Um, it was so beautiful. And Jimbo put it best. Have the best time and others will join you. I just thought that was like so beautiful. So very, 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 very um, wonderful moment to watch. Yeah, it was magical. One of my favorites of the whole show. Yep. Yeah. So and, I just wanted to throw that out there. Right. And Jimbo, you're a legend. You're an icon. You're a queen. That top four placement does not take away from all the greatness you gave us all season. You thoroughly kept me entertained. For sure. Um, okay, Stephanie, where can people insta-stalk you, keep up with your life and what's happening? 
Um, you can always follow me on Instagram at Steph DVD. DVD are my initials. I don't have a movie. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, on all my social, you can find me just like that. Yeah. Beautiful. And Frankie, where can people keep up with you? Uh, at Frankie C-E-N-A. At Frankie Chenna C-E-N-A. Awesome, and I'm Neil Joshua, A-N-E-A-L Joshua. So I just have to address this really quick. So we've been flagged on our YouTube channel for copyright issues because I insert some clips. So if you want the visual, if you're listening to us via podcast, you can check that out on my IGTV. All the episodes are there. Depending on where you're located, you might not have access to the YouTube. And I'm scared that I'm gonna get sued. So that channel might just be taken down. I don't want Bell Media coming for my neck. But IGTV, and then if you're listening to our podcast, make sure you're subscribed. Give a comment if you're on the iTunes podcast platform. And always remember, guys, the thirst is real. Bye, cunts.